Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. On January 5th, 2016, which was early in the morning on January 6th, Singapore time, I had a conversation with 938 Live Radio of Singapore about a recent announcement by Malaysia Airlines that would restrict passenger baggage on Europe-bound flights, specifically for some routes from Kuala Lumpur to Amsterdam and Kuala Lumpur to Paris. The airline was restricting both carry-on and check luggage for passengers. Why this was so was unclear, although the prevailing high-altitude winds would be in the face of aircraft flying from Kuala Lumpur toward Europe. In my conversation with the radio station, I speculated about what some of the underlying issues may be and the fact that the public may not be made aware of these issues. Now, in more news, Malaysia Airlines has announced immediate restrictions on check-in luggage for some Europe-bound flights, citing unseasonably strong headwinds. In a statement on its website, the airline said the longer flight path consumes more jet fuel, and for safety reasons, it has to impose temporary limitations on checked-in baggage allowance. The airline advised economy passengers only to carry 7 kilograms of hand luggage and first-class and business-class customers to limit themselves to 14 kilograms of hand luggage. It added that passengers who wish to check in their luggage will be able to do so, but the baggage would arrive only later. Malaysia Airlines said the restrictions will not apply to London-bound flights. They will affect, however, two other European destinations, Paris and Amsterdam. For more on this, we're joined on the line by Dr. Todd Curtis, founder of Airsafe.com and a former aviation analyst with Boeing. Todd, from the Airsafe.com perspective, are you as baffled as many aviation analysts are at this news? I'm somewhat baffled, especially since the recent announcement by the airline said that some flights in the European sector would not be affected. And it's unclear to me whether it's a situation where the equipment they're using, for example, the London route is using an A380, and I'm not aware of what they're using on the Amsterdam and Paris routes, hmm. or if there's something else afoot. Perhaps there's extra cargo that hasn't been announced that's uh, causing a weight issue, and this is just a way around that. Again, this is speculation on my part, but it is somewhat unusual. Mm. In addition to the, the woes that uh, Malaysia Airlines has undergone in recent times, both financial as well as sa their safety record uh, being buffeted and uh, the safety of the aircraft themselves also being called into question, is this not something they really need right now, is it? Uh, certainly not. Uh, from a, from a uh, public relations standpoint, any news like this uh, can't be seen by the public in isolation. They can't help but think about the events of a year and a half ago, or a year ago even, with respect to whether or not the operations of the airline uh, should be called into question, even when something relatively routine like this comes up. When you say that uh, safety has often been cited as a concern, why, why wouldn't other airlines be uh, expressing similar fears? Uh, obviously, other airlines uh, fly that route, similar aircraft, and, and obviously passengers bound that way have a choice, don't they? As opposed to waiting for your luggage to arrive on another plane? Well, certainly in the short term, if one already has tickets for this flight, uh, there will be very little in the way of choices, but certainly in the future. If someone has a choice between Malaysia Airlines and some alternative on this route, they may think twice about taking Malaysian Airlines. But more to the point, there could be other things going on here. For example, there could be an operational um, policy within Malaysia Airlines to have a certain amount of fuel on board, which would make it difficult to fight headwinds in a situation like this. 
And again, without having more detailed information from the airlines, it's unclear to me why they're affected and other airlines from that region of the world are not affected. With your aviation analyst hat now, having worked with Boeing for for the longest time, what what might have been uh, in the playbook in terms of uh, weight reduction and and enhancing or ensuring safety for these kinds of matters and also uh, preserving one's PR position in the short, if not medium term? Well, from the operational perspective, those who make those sorts of decisions, starting with the pilots and going on the more technical engineering side of things, they really won't have uh, much of a care about the public relations standpoint because the safety of the aircraft, the safety of that flight would be paramount. Now, one of the things environmentally that's always uppermost in the minds of both the planners and the flight crew is going to be the weather. And certainly around the world, there have been unusual weather patterns, especially in North America. Hmm. It's unclear whether those patterns are extending to, for example, upper atmospheric winds between Southeast Asia and Europe. But certainly the prevailing high-altitude winds would be um, from from west to east and going against the uh, airplane flying from uh, east to west. Hmm. From what you've been saying so far, I would wager that uh, you have an idea as to what the the untold portion of this story might be. Would you, sh- would you care to share that with us? Well, the untold portion, or rather the unknown portion, would be the specific uh, policies that are taking place with the airline with respect to what kind of cargo and fuel combination is being used on these on these flights. And this isn't something that's not normally released to the public either by international uh, regulations or by uh, common practice. Mm. So there may be something going on here that simply won't be visible to the public. Wouldn't necessarily be something that would affect safety as much as it affects operations. Yeah. Uh, You're not planning to fly that route anytime soon. But if you were, what would your decision have been? My decision would be based on the near-term situation that's going on. For example, Right now, I wouldn't have much of a resistance to flying Malaysia Airlines for safety reasons. My resistance would be largely for operational reasons, that is, uh, scheduling reasons. If I have a schedule to keep, and usually when I fly internationally, I don't have a lot of spare time. If one airline has a habit of not getting there on time or not getting there with my baggage, I'd be inclined to take another airline. Dr. Todd Curtis is founder of airsafe.com and a former aviation analyst with Boeing. We thank you for your time and Happy New Year, Todd. Well, Happy New Year to you as well. For more information about aviation safety and security, please visit airsafe.com. For more information about some of the recent events from Malaysia Airlines, specifically MH370, please visit mh370.airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.